Hello, and welcome everyone to Stand By Me's weekly podcast series. Stand By Me is a partnership between the United Way of Delaware and the State of Delaware that offers free one-on-one support to Delawareans who want to understand more about their money, make good financial decisions, and achieve their financial goals. This two-part episode will feature the Stand By Me Home Program, and will explore the relationship between a Stand By Me coach, Sarah Cha-Cha, and three of her customers, Anthony, Brooke, and Dan, who are each in varying stages of buying a home. In the first part, today's program, we'll explore Stand By Me Home, get to know each of the customers, explore the initial stages of the coaching relationship and some of what each of the customers had to accomplish to achieve their goals, talk about the unique experience of buying a home during the coronavirus pandemic, and look at the end result of where each of the customers are now. To begin today's program, I'd like to welcome Sarah Chacha, Program Manager for the Stand By Me Home Program and one of the program's coaches. My name is Sarah Chacha. I am the program manager for Stand By Me Home. Our program works around budgeting, credit, and goals as far as it comes to wanting to purchase a home. So we receive clients from lenders, the state, um, community partners, 211, and a lot of referrals within the program in general. Our first customer is Anthony who has been working with Sarah for a number of months now, is ready to purchase, and is in the process of searching for the right home for himself. Uh, My name is Anthony Morrell. I work for the state of Delaware, and I was introduced to Stand By Me by um, one of the mortgage lenders from um, Residential Mortgage Services. My wife just recently passed away, and uh, a couple years before that, we... Uh, talked about purchasing a home, um, and upon her passing, um, I decided to follow through with that. And so I contacted uh, the residential mortgage services, and um, I was referred to an individual by the name of Ben. And he referred me to Stand By Me simply because there were some uh, credit re- credits that I needed to clean up and, and perhaps um, – a little bit of savings, and that's how I um, I was came in contact with Sarah. When you started working together, talk about the initial meetings you had together, how you communicated, uh, how you got to the bottom of the goals that needed to be achieved to uh, to get to the point of being able to buy a home, developing the working relationship, what that process is like. Normally I have a different conversation with all of my clients, right? There are some clients who come in who... They don't want to talk a lot about them. They just want to talk about their goals or what they want to do, buying a house, how to get there. And they're really like information seekers. Anthony was not just an information seeker, so he gave a lot back. Like the story that he gave you about his wife, I found out more about him in our first appointment um, and why he wanted to accomplish his goals before our second appointment where we really got into the nitty gritty of how he was going to do it. And then we had small phone calls in between to make sure that he was following through on his goals. And um, he would call me or send me a message, and then I would send him a message if I hadn't heard from him in a while. So we tried to make it about the client and how they best reach their goals. And for Anthony, that was, in my opinion, the best way that he reached his goal is finding out why he was he was doing what he was doing and what his drive was and the best way that he could save money and 
um, build up his credit. We had to do a lot of things like setting up a prepaid card and, and then we started working on savings. And after a few months, he was ready. So he's an inspiration and I can't wait to see him find the house that he decides to live in. When I was introduced to the program, I understood that they specialize in coaching individuals with credit and um, things of that nature. And it helped me a lot. I was able to save a great deal of money in the bank. And I was able to clean up my credit, which, which gave me, you know, the extra push that I needed. And, and for that, I'm, I'm, I'm very appreciative. And, you know, I, I most certainly would recommend the, the program. Where are you in the process? You're looking for the right place? Well, now it's just a matter of finding the suitable property. That's where I am now in, that, in the process. Anthony, you're very soon going to be in a home that you have worked really hard to buy. What's that feel like to you, having gone through this process and having accomplished this? Well, it, it definitely uh, feels like a sense of accomplishment. Um, there's a combination of, of emotions, um, a sign of relief, um, a sign of, uh, of achievement. That's what it feels like. Anthony has an amazing story. And to watch him go through everything that he's gone through and still be able to fulfill his dream has just been an awesome thing to be a part of. I'm super happy that I'm a part of it. It's a beautiful thing to watch. And, you know, sometimes you learn more from your clients than they learn from you in different ways. And I'm happy to be, uh, give away the little bit of knowledge that I have um, to gain enlightenment in a different way. Next is Brooke, who is in the process of purchasing the home she currently lives in. I live in Middletown, Delaware. I am mother of six. My husband, he is also from Middletown. We moved into my mother-in-law's house probably about 10 years ago with the notion of saving, you know, and buying a house of our own. And, you know, things don't go always as planned. She ended up getting sick, and so now we take care of her. And now we're in the process of buying her house since it's paid for and then you know, remodeling it. And so that's kind of where we're at right now as far as using Stand By Me. How did you hear about the program? So a friend of ours, uh, they they uh, are real estate agents. We, you know, they're very, very close friends. And they put us in touch with, a mortgage person and he said he advised us to because all three credit reports there were discrepancies where you know something was off and then then but on the other credit report it was on but then on the other credit report it was off so there was too many discrepancies to get pre-approved so he had put me in touch with Sarah and that's kind of how I got started for both of you, describe some of the initial meetings you had together, how you got to know one another, Brooke's goals, how you developed a good working relationship. So Brooke told me the first time I called her, she had screaming children in the background. And she was like, look, I do not have a lot of time to talk to you. Is there any way you can call me um, early in the morning when my kids are at school? So I followed up the next day and I called her earlier. We just went over her past and how she got to where she is now. I really just want to listen to what she wanted. It was very casual for her. And then she 
slowly gave me all of her paperwork one email at a time throughout the month. So, (laughs) and we met in person two months after I had already been speaking to her on the phone because she has such a busy life. The fact that she takes time to explore what to do with her finances is kind of amazing because she was going to school full time. She has kids. She has a photography business. And I understood and I tried to be a little bit flexible with her. Follow-up is normally um, throughout the day. So if I call her during the day, she just calls me back when she gets time. It will be later at night or early the next morning. There's never really a quiet moment in my house to have a conversation. (laughs) Especially with the pandemic, I have to say. It was very, very difficult. I just feel like I feel like Sarah and I really meshed well on that first conversation that morning that we spoke for three hours. One of the things that I thought um, was really great that you brought up is just how flexible the coaching relationship is and and how it can really adapt to whatever Uh, life circumstances you have and still be something that works for you. This is my first experience dealing with that type of coach obviously you know I coach high school sports and you know like I'm a coach to you know the youth I know as a person and as a coach in the sports world that's how I deal with my kids you know they have to come to you on their own time they have to want to make a change they have to want to talk about it it's up to them and I can remember when the pandemic first started, I got in a car accident and totaled my car. And I said, I bet you I could get a really nice car right now with the interest rate. She texts back and she's like, no, stay on your path. <laughs> like, no, you're not buying a car right now. <laughs> yeah. You're not moving into a new home. You're, you're purchasing the home that you're in. But thinking about the transition from, from being there versus owning it, what kind of impact does that have on your life? What kind of sense of satisfaction in your own life does that help you achieve? It's actually huge. It's a big, it's a big, big, big thing. The house that we live in, it is a very big house. Of course, you know, I have six children and two dogs and a mother-in-law that has Parkinson's disease. I need to have this house because I need to be able to make it livable and make it as comfortable as possible for my mother-in-law. We all take care of her, but I take care of her. I I help her bathe. Like I help her, you know, her day-to-day life. So um, it's an older home. There's no, you know, there's no bathroom on the main level. So, you know, like that, the type of construction that's going to have to go into the house is enormous. That's the number one goal. Number two is, it's an older home. I mean, it's probably 38, 40 years old almost. But just to make it so my kids can enjoy, you know, their parties and stuff here. You know, the home that we live in, it, it comes from deep roots. And it was built here, you know, a long time ago. We, you know, has it has the perfect amount of land. I just want to make it livable and it accommodates everybody that lives here. I live that life, the house that I lived in, my dad built, like I had a, a wonderful life. I don't want my children to have any stigma of not wanting them to have friends over or, you know, 
not wanting to come home because they're embarrassed. I just feel this home is the home that my my father-in-law built and you know, we want to keep it and we want to fix it up. And, we, and that's kind of where buying it means more to us than just going to buy a new house up the road. Our final customer is Dan, who in the span of six months has increased his credit score, paid off debts, saved money, and has found and purchased his home. So my name is Dan Zerny. I'm a diesel mechanic for a sanitation company in Newport, Delaware. I have been renting my whole life. And I decided to try to bite the bullet and actually buy a house and become a homeowner. So I reached out, and my credit wasn't quite where it needed to be. So I started working with Sarah. She has literally turned my entire financial situation around. I had money that I didn't even know I had. I had no idea where I was going. It's been an enjoyable experience so far. So how did you come to know that the Stand By Me program exists? So I was at first looking at a uh, FHA program, and I contacted a, a colleague of mine at work, gave me the number to his mortgage broker that he went through. He had just bought a house as well. Uh, so I reached out to her, and she put me into contact with Stand By Me. At that point, that's where I met Sarah. What was the catalyst for wanting to buy, and what are your dreams about being a homeowner? I come to realize that when you rent, of course you have zero liability on anything, but at the same time, you're paying somebody else's mortgage, you're paying somebody else's equity, so basically you're paying 100% interest. So it doesn't make sense to do that, especially, you know, I'm 30 years old, so at this point, you know, I'm ready to, I'm starting to think about retirement, and I'm pushing, you know, plans out 20 years, 30 years, and it just doesn't make sense to rent my whole life, so... I thought I would try to make the transition to a homeowner and some of the goals that I wanted to put in place while making the transition is now that I'm not just renting, everything that fails in the home is going to be my responsibility. So not only do I need to make sure that I can meet my mortgage goals, I need to make sure that I can support myself while I'm in the home and repair anything that goes wrong as well. Financially, I just needed a lot of improvement. So you connected with the program. And you got introduced to Sarah. Talk a little bit about the initial, um, the process of getting to know one another, sharing your goals, how you, uh, how you developed a good working relationship, and what kind of structure you set up between the two of you. We had initially made phone contact, and then we decided to meet at a local coffee shop just to sit down and, and get an idea of where I was with everything and introduce each other. And, you know, it, it was actually a really fluid fluid meeting, um, we kind of hit it off right away, and I just kind of dumped everything on her, look, this is everything I've got, and she didn't even bat an eye, and she just started going, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do this, and I'm like, okay, this is a lot, but I was open-minded, I knew I had to make some changes, so I just accepted what she said, and I ran with it, and now I trust her with any kind of financial advice that I need. Comparatively to most of the relationships that I have with clients, Dan has been pretty structured, right? So I give, he said that he came in, he wanted to get something done so that he can buy a house and he wanted to do it in the shortest time possible. So we set it up that way. I gave him all the things that he wanted to accomplish. And I was like, hey, you got to do these things by this time to get it done. We didn't really spend 
in the first few meetings, a lot of time um, talking about, you know, too much personal stuff, just enough about finances and really setting up his goals, which um, for him, he was, he was already ready for coaching. So he uh, didn't really need a warm up. He didn't want to, I don't want to say he didn't want to be my friend at first, but he really just wanted to get his stuff together, you know. Um, and he did. He got it together really fast. What What's the process been like of going through this during this crazy time period? There's been a major change in just the way that we're living right now. Uh, the, the requirement of masks, the, the six-foot rule. You know, when Sarah and I first initially met, we didn't have all this going on. This was... Uh, this was brought about shortly after, but it went from, you know, us meeting at the coffee shop. And I think we met there like two or three times. And then it was just phone conversations from there as all this started happening. So it wasn't like I could sit down and go one-on-one -on -one with her. I couldn't see what she could see on her screen, but I just knew that I could trust what she was telling me over the phone. You talked a little bit earlier about how, how quick the process was. What, walk me through it. What's the, what's the time frame that you've been working together? When did you start? To, and then, you know, obviously now you just had an offer accepted, so you're at the, kind of the end of the process. Um, how long of a time period are we talking about? It was mid-February. And then I think there was like a month where he was super busy, right, when everything was happening, that I actually didn't even get in contact with him. And then we picked back up. Other than that, like it, it's been pretty fast. Specifically, when I when I met with Sarah, my credit score was about a five twenty ish, and I'm sitting on about a six thirty right now. Since mid February, there are some things that he had to do that just take time. So um, fast to some people is thirty days. Fast to other people is less than a year. So I guess it depends on what you define as fast. When he came to me, he said that he wanted to be in a house by August. July is a month sooner, and that's pretty exciting. What's what's this feel like to you to be in a point where you are soon going to be moving into a home that you own? Well, I'll tell you, I, I come from a fairly rough background. Um, I grew up in a mobile home park. Uh, so the, the environment that that brings is just, something that I wanted to steer away from as I got older. So I, I knew I didn't want to end up back in a situation like that. Um, I also wanted to make sure that it was in a better financial spot than my parents. Um, so for me to be able to do this is, is actually like astronomically just it's astounding. I, I can't even believe that I put an offer in on a house, let alone that it got accepted. Sometimes I sit back and I just think, like, holy crap, I I've really done all this. You know, it it's so surreal when, when the papers are in front of you. Like, I'm looking at the home inspection paper the other day, and I'm like, I, I can't believe I'm doing this. This is crazy. <laughs> but it it's amazing what you can do when you actually set your mind to it. Join us next week for the second half of this two-part episode with more from Sarah, Anthony, Brooke, and Dan. We'll dig a little deeper into the specifics of the coach-customer relationship, how and why it works well, strategies for success, and some of the steps along the way.
For more information, visit www.standbyme.org or facebook.com slash standbymedelaware. If you are in need of emergency food assistance, Delaware 211 is the state's referral hotline. Dial 211 or 1 800 560 3372 or text 898 211 or visit www.delaware211.org.